Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to talk about your child's sense of humor. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about your child's sense of humor and whether or not he or she has one. And look, at the end of the day, how do they develop it? So I I love this because I'm married. I have a wife. I can be funny if I choose to be. Uh, I waited tables many moons ago. Uh, I actually used to have uh, clients that would come in and sit at my table just for me to tell them the joke of the day or, or like I had a group of guys who would actually come in uh, once a week and they just wanted to hear all the material. And even if I repeated them, I had these guys cracking up. And there's art in being able to tell a joke or to be able to tell a story. So I find it interesting as I share jokes with my son or get him to tell jokes and he articulates them in a way where he the pregnant pause and then the delivery and then the sarcasm and he doesn't even know what is really going on. I remember telling him jokes in bed when he was little and he would laugh hysterically and I didn't know this but I would tell him these jokes and it wasn't what I said. It was how I said it because I was unaware that some of the terminology was not that there were bad jokes or anything like that. But certain words he didn't know, and I remember one night as I'm telling him the joke, he got to he goes, "Dad, what is that?" And I forget the joke and I forget what the words were, but he would say, "What is that?" And I was like, "You don't even know what that is." He's like, "No," but it was how I delivered it that made him laugh so much. He understood the gist of the joke, but not the details. So fast forward a couple years, and the whole purpose of this particular episode is because my son my seven and a half year old has an awesome sense of humor see I tend to be a little sarcastic and I I tend to uh, be a little dry in humor and it all just depends on how I feel that day and we use this in our everyday communication within the household so the other day uh, we're on it's bedtime in the house. Uh, he had just come out of the shower. The baby was ready for bed. I'm laying on my bed with the baby. And there's a picture of myself and my wife on our headboard. And it's a picture where we were actually at a wedding. Uh, she was cold. She has my jacket on. Um, and she has her arms wrapped around me. So you see my back and her just smiling, hugging me. And the baby says, mommy, mommy. And he's looking at the picture. I said, yeah, that's mommy. And 
<laughs> my older son, which is laying in the bed with us as he just got out of the shower and put on his PJs, he says, he goes, when was that picture taken? I said, why? Does mom and dad look happy? He goes, yes. I said, that was before we had kids. <laughs> and I know where I was going with that. Not sure he would get the humor. My my wife chuckled and she was in the bathroom uh, getting ready for bed herself, cleaning her face. And she laughed. And he started laughing hysterically. And I said, what are you laughing at? He goes, that's funny. I said, what's funny? He says, you said it was before you had us. And he knows I'm kidding, right? My kids know how much I love them. He goes, and he he's having big belly bursting out laughs because of what I said. And I love that he got the humor in that. He knew I wasn't being literal. He knew in my delivery, hey, don't we, we look happy there? Yes. Well, it was before we had you guys. And he just found it amusing. So fast forward a day or two after that, we go through the drive-thru at McDonald's. He loves getting a Happy Meal occasionally. Uh, I wasn't getting anything, but I get him the Happy Meal. And he says, uh, he's eating the fries, he's eating in the car. And I said, hey, man, those fries smell really good. Can daddy have one? He goes, you want one? Absolutely. And I look in the rearview mirror and I was like, okay. Sharing is a normal thing in our house. I wasn't shocked that he was willing to give me um, one of his fries. But here's where the humor comes in. I see him kind of digging in the fry box. I was like, really? How long can it take to get a fry? Goes all the way to the bottom and gets me a tiny little like burnt crumb. He says, here you go, dad. You asked for a french fry. That's a full french fry. And I can't tell you how much joy that brought me. And he's got the biggest grin on his face. Like, what's dad's reaction going to be? And I was like, you're right. I can't wait until you ask me for something that you want that I have. I said, that's going to be what I call payback. And he's like, nah. And we're laughing about this. And then he gives me a fry. A couple days after that. He says to me, I go, I, I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream. We had dinner. He and I were doing movie night. And he goes, oh, are, are you going to share the Ben and Jerry's with me? I said, absolutely. <clears throat> so if anybody knows Ben and Jerry's, it has the lid. I pull off the lid and there's always a little film of, of ice cream right there on the top. And I take that off with the spoon and it's maybe a half a spoonful of ice cream and I go here you go here's your portion of ice cream and he goes that's because of the fry huh and I said absolutely but I offered you more I said well I'm not offering you more and we both laugh hysterically because he knows I'm just kidding and and he grabs himself a spoon and we sit down and we have our Ben and Jerry's while we watch the movie you know humor telling jokes, being able to understand a joke, understanding the, 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 just the idiosyncrasies of how a joke is delivered just brings joy. Uh, I watched when I was a kid, a ton of comedians. I would mimic their jokes constantly. Um, 
I come from a day and age of, if, if it's a younger audience listening here, uh, not quite George Carlin, but I listen to him. Not quite Richard Pryor, but I Richard, uh, but I listen to him. Uh, but I was a Sam Kennison and uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, Arsenio Hall. He has a little bit of stuff and uh, Andrew Dice Clay, which is very colorful humor to say at the very least. But they use a lot of language. But if you look at the art of what they were doing without the language, it's still funny. A lot of Bill Cosby, right? Bill didn't use the language, but it was all in the delivery of what he was saying and the storytelling of it. And I think it's important for children. I think it's important for all of us. We all love stories. We all love a good story. I think it's important for us to not only read stories to kids, but ask kids to tell us stories. I don't think it's only important for us to tell them jokes. I think it's important for them to share their own jokes. Um, and and I'll, I'll end on this thought, maybe. You never know where I go with these podcasts. But I was out camping with a friend not too long ago and I've, I've had some podcast episodes where I talked about this camping trip but but one of the things that happened in this camping trip was uh, I was with my friend and he has two adult children and we started talking about how he would get the kids to you know guess a number between 1 and 100 and whoever gets closer gets the answer he would just use this in various scenarios and they would say you know 32 and the next one would be like 58 and he'd be like nope nope and the answer he said statistically speaking however he came up with this or figured it out the answer was 37 and he went on for years and years and years the answer was always 37 but his kids never picked up on it until he told them much later so we're sitting around that evening or around the campfire, uh, maybe an hour or two after he's telling this story. He goes, so the running joke started becoming that whatever the answer was to any question was 37. So you, you ask him a question. So what color is the sky? Uh, let me think about that. It looks like a good shade of 37. And as we did this for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, we all just started laughing hysterically, or at least I did and I know my son did. And it just is a running joke at this point in the camping trip. We're around the campfire and everybody's answer to everything is 37. There's another young kid there and we start asking him to tell jokes. And the kids are starting to tell these just outlandish jokes. And as my son, a little bit older than it's seven, and there's a five-year-old or a four and a five, four or five-year-old, as my son's telling jokes that make no sense, the four or five-year-old is cracking up because he's hearing a joke from a kid around his age. So we just went on a quick little trip to the beach uh, two weeks ago, and we're in the car and we're asking questions. We're doing I spy with my little eyes and. And then my son asked me a question and, and I was like, I think the answer to that is 37. So I started asking him questions. And my wife's in the car at this point, wasn't at the, the camping trip. And, and uh, I, I started asking him questions. What's the answer to this? 37. How many dogs do you think should be in an average dog race? 37. How many stars do you think we're going to be able to see in the sky tonight from the beach? 
about 37. And after about answering seven, eight, nine of these, my wife is like, what is wrong with you two? As we are just cracking up. Listen, I don't know jack about parenting. Some of the most simple things in life is being able to laugh. Being able to laugh at oneself. Being able to laugh with others, but not at others. And if you can introduce your children to things that are funny early and often, and you can allow them to express themselves through happiness early and often, I think the chances of them becoming a happy individual down the road are greater. And that is the epitome of what parenting is about. There's somebody out there, I always forget who this quote is from, but he was a famous artist and I'm sure I've shared it on another podcast and I'll share it again today. They asked him in kindergarten, what was his favorite or or what did he want to be when he grew up? And the next day he came with the assignment and he says, I want to be happy. And the teacher said to him back, she says, I think you misunderstood the assignment. He goes, no, I think you misunderstand life. I think as parents, if our kids grow up and they're happy, we will have done our jobs. It doesn't matter what they do for a profession. It doesn't matter who they marry. It doesn't matter what God they choose to follow or not to follow. It doesn't matter how much money they make or have or don't have. It matters whether or not they can truly say that they're happy. And I think that starts with laughter and humor. So empower them by finding ways to make them laugh. And as I'm rediscovering with my real little one, tickle spots are a really great place to start. And that is chapter 12 of the book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had. Go get your copy today. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com now and get it while it's free.